Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Friday, January 19th, and this may be the last productive thing you do this weekend because we are all gearing up for a big weekend of football. Now, I have to say, Mark, last weekend, I mean, the games just were not very good except for the Lions and the Rams. Who are you rooting for in the divisional playoffs, Mark? Who Go out on a limb. Who am I rooting for? I don't know if I'm rooting for any team in particular. I want to see good football. I mean, I guess I'm kind of leaning with the Niners. I kind of want to see them win it. Uh, so They're you still know. like the favorites, though. How could you say that? That's so unlike you. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I've uh, I've been following them all season. I like that team. But yeah, they're, they're taking on the Packers. Who would have thunk it? I, how can you root against the Packers? Come on. Wouldn't it be more fun? I'll tell you. No? Packers are unbelievable. You know, they 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 have all those years with Brett Favre. Yeah. All those years with the wackadoo Aaron Rodgers. Yes. And now it looks like they're going to have another quarterback for the foreseeable future. They, yeah. know, they know how to pick a QB. All right. Let's go through these things. Okay. So you're saying you're rooting for the, the 49ers versus the Packers. What about Lions KC? No, uh, no, no, no. Not Lions KC. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lions. I'm sorry. Uh, Lions uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, I mean, part of me likes the Baker Mayfield story, but uh, man, it's been a long time since Detroit has had any success. So I'll be pulling for Detroit. Okay, so you're going to go, me too. I'm going Packers. I'm going Lions. Uh, Houston, Baltimore. This is a tough one for me. I would, lo- I, I would love to see Houston win. I don't know. That's, that's that's a that's a tough uh, a tough task. I know. And then. Our friends in Buffalo who went, our WBEN, remember that like six weeks ago, I told you that they were essentially in deep depression and I wasn't allowed to mention football. And here they are, made the playoffs. So Buffalo, Kansas City. I mean, this is the game of the weekend. This is the one that everybody wants to see. I I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope the Bills win. Me too. All right. So I'm going Lions, Packers. This is who I want. I'm not betting. Uh, Lions, Packers. Houston, that's CJ Stroud is adorable, and Buffalo. Um, I might lose every one of those, but that's what I'm hoping for. And now, (laughs) 
Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take uh, the Niners. I would like to see the Texans win. I doubt it. I'm taking the Lions and I'm taking the Bills. All right. So we're only, we're only, you're only just in the tank for, for the 49ers. That's okay. Also, I have a new show for you. Shockingly, it is on my network on Paramount Plus. Do you have that as a subscription or not? Negative. This show called The Lioness, we binged over the weekend as football games, as second halves look terrible. Um, and uh, also while we were down in the DC, Baltimore area, it was a delight. We're watching this, uh, I think it's a four-part little docu-series on Netflix. It's called You Are What You Eat. Oh. And hmm. basically they, they take, I think, like 12 or 20 sets of twins because twins are the closest that you can get to have an identical people. And then one twin for eight weeks is on a vegan diet and one twin for eight weeks is on, you know. Uh, eat what you want. Yeah, kind of eat what you want, you know, veggies, meat, whatever, and seeing how it impacts the body. Okay. Well, uh, I'm excited by that because uh, uh, as someone who is married to a twin, I'm always interested in these twin studies. Could you but, Could you do it? Could you do vegan for eight weeks? I could, no problem. I could do it. I, I think I can do anything for eight weeks. I would be eating tofu like out of my eyeballs because I really like protein. So that'll be that. Okay. Uh, but not tempeh, which is a very strange consistency for me. Let's do some emails. Um, okay. This is from Adam, who has been approved for a loan through a bank, 11.5% interest. He said, I thought it was high. I looked into a 401k loan. I found out that I could get some amount of money for 9.5%. By the way, 9.5%, some amount of money is usually maxed out at $50,000 for a 401k. Um, I would be digging into my retirement earning potential. I think I know what your answer will be. I'd still like your opinion. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go for the 401k loan. Thank you. Oh, you are? Yeah, I think so. Wow. I, I know. Um, you're going to go for the bank loan? I mean, it's just a difference of 2%. I'm Obviously, I'd like to know why he needs to take out a loan. Yeah, I know. But I think that mostly because it forces you to get it, you have to pay it back. Yeah, you have to pay it back, but I don't know. That's uh, I know. I need more numbers. All right, let's 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 say we're going it's a push. We don't know. Give us more information. Just like Debbie did. Debbie writes, "Hi Jill, thank you for your show. I love it. I've listened to most episodes recently after hearing you on an NPR segment. And so far I haven't heard any situations that resonate resonate with mine." Well, you haven't been listening. You better go back into the back catalog. Okay. Debbie's 68. She's divorced. She works half time. Oh my gosh. So she says she earns $145,000 after taxes. That's half time. Self-employed. Oh, she must be a doctor. Two homes, a $300,000 primary, no mortgage. She's got, um, let's say liquidity when we talk about, you know, checking, savings. Looks like, uh, you know, I don't know, 20, 25 grand. Uh, 65, 35 stock to bonds. She works with an independent long-term financial advisor. Um, she maxes out her SEP every year. She's got 149,000 in the SEP, Roth IRA, 300,000, traditional 530,000, a little bit of money in the Schwab money market. She has a pension, $610 a month. She'll take social security when she has to. You never have to. I just max it at 70. So I presume you mean 70. She gets $4,500 a month from Social Security when she claims, so in two years, okay? I plan to keep working until that age, probably beyond. That's kind of cool. Has some cars, no payments, small group life insurance policy. Oh, this is wild. 
come on. I love this. This is like already I desperately want this person on my program. I must hear more about this. So Debbie lives with her ex. They're not married, but they live together. Anyway, let me just see this. Estate is done. They've got three uh, adult children. She says, I'm finding my income does not quite stretch to cover um, remodeling costs and travel costs. So she took 10 grand out of her Roth to, to fund the gap. And she wants to take, why is she going to take 10 to 20 grand out of the Roth? She's healthy. Spouse is less so. It looks to me like she spends about 12 grand a month. So we know at her age 70, in two years, she will have this $4,500 a month for Social Security, right? Then she also has her little pension, her VA pension of 600. So of the 12, she has five grand that she'll, and we need to generate seven grand a month. Okay. Now let's see what she actually has. We have, she doesn't have that much money. Let's think about this. What's our game plan? So do I have enough and can I spend some? It kind of depends. She does talk about what the ex has some money also. So let's count. Should we count his he contributes, I don't know if we should count on him, but he contributes about three grand a month to the household. So that does help. So now we need four grand a month from a million. That's not as bad, right? It's close. It's close. It'll probably do. Why do you have house remodel projects of 10 or 20 grand? Like that's a lot. She's going to have uh, four more expensive projects in the next several years. I don't know if that's in the vacation home or not, or in the, she says the main home is a manufactured home. You know how this works, Mark? If one of those homes is sold, then it works a lot better. I mean, look, here's what I think, Debbie. You're close. Um, I think that if you're willing to work for, let's say, you have your Social Security and you pull back on your work from, let's say, 70 to 75, okay? And the work that you generate for those five years is... Basically, your needs, you generate, instead of saying 145000 let's say half of that. Let's say it's 75000 you know, 70000 And then you're taxed on that. And then that after tax, that kind of gives you the four grand a month you need. Then I think this does work. It doesn't work so great if you're, if the, I don't know why these projects are so much I think that what you can always um, know is that in the back of your head, if you move to one of these homes and got rid of the other, the plan works better. Now, in terms of taking your money out for travel, et cetera, I am much more interested in you starting to pull some of the money out of your traditional IRA. You know, why are we using the Roth? The Roth asset's the most valuable asset. Let's keep that going. We already know what the tax liability is going to be. So, I mean, you you have some money. I don't know why you keep putting money into, I don't think she has to keep putting money into retirement account. Do you think she should, maybe she should not do the SEP and that should be the money she uses to fund her gap. So maybe what we do is for now, until you collect social security, let's not do the SEP. And let's not tap the Roth. I love that Roth. Why are you? Why are we getting rid of it? Anyway, this is a long response to a long question. Anyway, Debbie, give us a holler if you have other questions. And we think you're close. Not exactly there. Uh, okay. Hi, Jill and Mark. This is from Neil. Love your podcast. It's very informative. I also love Jill's style of answering questions. See, Mark, some people call me uh, the dream killer. And some people love my style. 
All right. Neil's 50, married, two boys, elder one in college, younger one in middle school. He makes 250,000, wife makes 25 grand. They've got 80 grand in cash, 401k, 210,000. Uh, no 401k for the wife. CDs, Mark, here's where your money is. I know you were all thinking about this. There's two things that I see right here. Two reasons why we do not have a lot of money in our 401k. We have $670,000 in CDs and a house that is paid off that is worth $550,000. There is a 529 account, 70 grand investment account that has about 40 grand. Here's the problem. This E-Trade account, 40 grand in law and um in there that there was a loss of 35,000 now scared to invest. Okay, monthly expenses are low, 4 to 5 grand a month. Hmm. Son's college fees are around 45 annually. Many years to go and another son yet to start. Am I doing okay in terms of my investments? Big chunk in CDs. Anything else I can do and invest the money in or do I need to do things differently? Neil, I'm a little concerned here. So this guy's been burned. It's amazing how it impacts some people. Yeah. Well, listen, I get it. It is very frightening if you've never invested at in a meaningful way. And all of a sudden you're like, poof, I've just, oh, 35 grand. You know, first of all, I guess that for the kids we have, um, there's one kid in college who's going to basically, so it's a 45 grand. So presumably what that means is he wants to, he wants to have that money in, uh, available to pay for college. I guess that's what I'm hearing. Let's do this. First of all, as the CDs mature, let's put some money in the 529 accounts. You know, for the, for the older one, you can just put it in the fixed account. You know, you really can. You might as well just make sure your interest is not taxable. That's the only thing we're doing. We're changing your CD, put it into the 529 plan so that the older kid has the money you need to pay for it. Okay. Again, listen to me, Neil, we're not investing. We're just saying, okay, one is a, we're going to trade one fixed asset for a more tax efficient interest bearing account. Okay. That's it. Now, how do we get you to invest some of this money from the CDs? Oh, by the way, they have 30, 30 grand in I bonds. Um, well, are you currently putting money into your retirement plan? I guess that that's one question. I hope you are. Um, it's at least up to the match. Can we dip your toe in the water by saying in that E-Trade account, or maybe you want to work with an advisor that you put some, as these CDs mature, you, you got to get this money to work. Here's the problem, Neil. These CDs, which are probably all paying 5% now, are soon going to flip and they're not going to make 5%. They're going to make decent money, but they're not going to be 5%. Mm. And the Right. Just imagine if he had even half of that in the market last year and made 24%. I know. Well, this is the problem because you say, oh, I'm a 5%, it's a guarantee, and then you miss the recovery years. So what I think we need to help you with, and maybe you should come on the program with us, is that we come up with some game plan where you know, each year, some of this money, as these CDs mature, that you start putting the money into the investment account. And in that account, you don't try to pick stocks because I wonder about the $35,000 loss and whether it was exchange rate, but we'll walk you through this. Your money that it seems safe now is costing you. And I think this is incredibly important. And that's what I want to just say. All right. This is a question about saving for college. Um, and this is from Alicia. She's 35. She's been in her job for 11 years. 
and she's in a union with great benefits and lots of paid time off. Um, she made 51 grand this past year, last year rather, and she will be able to retire with a small pension, about two grand a month when she is 62. Okay. My work does not offer a 401k. What should I do to save more for retirement? Now there's a husband, 44 years old. He makes about 84, eight, let's call it $85,000 a year. He puts 10% of his salary into his 401k. After listening to a couple of your podcasts, I'm worried we need some financial advice. We have four children. Oh my God, 14, 10, seven, and three. Put nothing away for college. I want to make sure our children can further their education, do better than us. You're doing just great. You guys are doing great. No judgment there. They've got two car payments, 600 bucks, and mortgage, daycare, regular bills. Home is valued 300,000. They've got 158,000, but they're feeling like they are living paycheck to paycheck. Can they save? So 50 and 84, he puts 10% of his salary away, but they feel like paycheck to paycheck. Where's the money? It's just these four kids in the daycare and regular bills. They don't have outstanding debt, right? I mean, they have a mortgage, but they don't seem to have, they have just those car payments, that $600 a month in car payments. Based on these facts, you are the kind of family that will actually have some help from financial aid, right? You'll get, you will qualify. Let's think about this. The husband does a little extra work. He brings in an extra $400 a month. You know what I would say about that? I would look at your the two of you, 51 and your 84,000, right? Whatever it is, that $400 a month that he brings in extra. Maybe, maybe what we try to do is look through everything, see what you're spending money on. If he could redirect that and make some extra payments on the auto, um, the car loans, if they're anything above 4% loans, he would do that. But maybe that's the source, that $400 a month that we try to build up some savings. So here is the the deal, Alicia. Before you start thinking about education and even putting more money away for retirement, you didn't talk a lot about uh, whether you had some just emergency reserve fund. So we really need you guys to look at how much money you're spending and try to accumulate some money that is safe. If you could do that, I think we're looking at um, the next step, which would be maybe you could put some money away for retirement, maybe for education. For now, don't put anything away for college because we need to clean some things up first. And I would hopefully, hopefully look at this and say, you know, I don't even think you should put so put so much emphasis on retirement because, you know, you're going to have uh, a pension. You're both going to have social security. And, you know, it doesn't sound like you spend that much money. So maybe we can kind of refocus you after we have that emergency reserve built up. If I've missed something or you forgot to tell us, oh, I actually have a hundred grand in the bank, do let us know. Okay. Uh, All right. Here we go. This is from Jennifer. Hi, Mark. Okay. Listen to this. Hi, Mark. Mark, do you want to read it? No, you go ahead. Oh, okay. It's my job, I guess. I get paid for this broadcast quality (laughs) voice. Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for recommending Ted Lasso to the Jill on Money audience. 
I don't think it was something that I ever would have checked out before you recommended it. And my husband and I absolutely loved it. We watched all three seasons in the past two weeks, and now I'm mourning that it's over. What should we watch next? I can't remember the episode number where you and Jill talked about your favorites. I'm looking forward to the what are we watching now in your intro. Tell Jill that I loved her interviews with the Compound Crew. So fun. Hope all is well, Jennifer. Okay, Mark, we talked a little bit about this before, but what about lighthearted um, stuff that you're watching? Yeah, I think if Jennifer enjoyed Ted Lasso, that's mm-hmm. that's Apple TV, right? So also, yep. also on Apple TV, she should check out Shrinking. Very, very good. I liked Shrinking also. Very I really, good. I did. I fi- the main the main character. I don't know who that who's that actor. Siegel. Jason it's Jason uh, Siegel. Siegel. He's annoying, but Harrison Ford's great. The whole supporting cast is great. <laughs> That guy, Jason Siegel, is totally annoying. I went to camp with like 20. Like I went, I grew up with a lot of of those guys and they're very annoying. But if you can get over that, um, what else are we watching? Um, I'm thinking lighthearted, but you definitely shrink in. Excellent, excellent show. What I about mean, the morning show? I love the morning show, even though I'm supposed to hate it because yeah. I'm supposed to be like, oh, it's not like that. But it's so much fun. Very, very good show. Not lighthearted, but excellent was Hijack. Oh, no, that's that's too exhausting. That's that, intense. Oh, OK, I have. All right. This one is maybe not. This may be just Mark. You should watch this on HBO. Uh, Julia. Julia, okay. Um, it is the story of Julia Child and launching her show on WGBH in Boston. It is the show that I watch because it's relaxing before we go to bed. It's good. It's good. It's very. It's very delightful. I like. I like a little delight. I'm into delight. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm one of my uh, New Year's resolutions, which I don't make a lot, is um, to stop doom scrolling, especially before bed. Okay, that's that's the most important thing. Can't do that before you go to bed. And also uh, just to find some things that make you feel good about humanity. And that's where I'm going. I'm going with that, Mark. All right, that's it. That's the program. I hope you uh, like that. And if anyone else has great recommendations, especially like deep back catalog stuff, because Mark knows that I can go deep and say like, mm, I want to watch this, you know, 14 ser- fourteen um, season episodes on BBC from Foil's War. Give me anything World War II, because I know who the good guys and the bad guys are. It's great. Send us a note. Go to JillOnMoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Let us know what your suggestions are. And also send us a question yourself. And um, don't forget, if you want to come on the air, you can either come on this show, our audio here, or you can come on to our YouTube show called Jill on Money, powered by The Compound. Check that out. You can subscribe to this program on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Please, if you would not mind, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. It is Friday. That's where I do all of my thanking. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman, Mark Talercio, the executive producer, king of all things web, co-host of Jill on Money, powered by The Compound and The Money Watch podcast. We are distributed by Odyssey. Do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.